0: Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The world has changed, and Microsoft Teams is there to help us stay connected. Teams is the safe and secure way to chat, meet, call, and collaborate. To learn more, visit microsoft.com teams.
1: It's time! With Bruce Buffer. And now... It's time for the Voice of Mixed Martial Arts. We are It's Bruce Buffer. Bruce Buffer. From the shores of Malibu where the waves are pumping, to the Great Wall of China, and to the streets of Moscow, Russia, where the UFC is coming, we... Are live. This is It's Time Radio, the show where we talk about what you think about but maybe you're afraid to voice. Do not worry. We will voice it for you because we talk about everything on its time. Current events, news, UFC, sports, President Trump, film, sex, drugs, rock and roll. It all culminates into what people popularly term no. holes barred radio i'm here with my guest host excuse me not my guest host yeah i was in dallas last week with the guest host i'm here with my co-host tj desantis hi tj i missed you last
0: week oh man buffer you're uh you're getting me fired up here a little bit you got the pipes uh, going full blown today
1: i'm getting ready i gotta go over to moscow you know i i i am always ready to go but i'm excited about this because in my 23 almost 23 years of announcing in the octagon alone i've helped do my little part when we go into new countries and open them up. And I'm very excited because this is like we're opening up a new country, right. even though they're watching us on TV.
0: And, th- and there aren't too many more countries to open up for the octagon at this point. So, uh, yeah, one of the final frontiers really being uh, sort of crossed uh, for you guys at the UFC. Absolutely. And very excited about it. Exciting show.
1: We'll touch on it in a second. First of all, today is September 11th, right. a date which will truly live an in infamy. It's very important that we all take a moment to say a silent prayer or take a silent moment on this day because it's for all Americans to be thankful for all of us to stand united together forever as the great country we are against all opposition. And I wish to thank at this time the firemen, the policemen that were there, and the men and women of our armed forces that continue to do everything they can to keep us safe. Thank you God bless you all. I have to get that out there, TJ.
0: Where were you 17 years ago on this date? I
1: was in my bed. I was just rolling around, you know, getting ready to get up. My dad called me, and he said, son, turn on the TV. Mm. And I turned it on, and like all of us, I watched what happened. And like all of us, I was stunned. And from that point forward, our lives changed, and therefore will never be the same. Yep. That's it. No That's doubt. where it was. So something to remember and lest we forget, period. All right, uh, with that
0: note, and again, is,
1: when you have a show like this, you do have to change subjects. It's a subject I could talk about for a very long time because it's very close to my heart.
0: I think it's uh, probably another good time to remind people that if they're going to go out and, you know, have a few cocktails, beverages, have some good times with friends, that if they do choose to drink this weekend, they need to do so Responsibly and make sure they get home in a safe manner.
1: Lots of barbecues, lots of parties to go to, and everybody knows the risks of driving drunk. I mean, think about it. You can get in a crash, people get hurt or killed. Right. But let's take a moment to look at some really surprising statistics. One thing I want to point out, well, almost twenty nine people in the United States die every day in alcohol impaired vehicle crashes. TJ, that's wild. That's one person every fifty minutes.
0: First, it's completely avoidable. I mean think about all the consequences that come with drinking and driving. You know, you could hurt yourself, you could hurt someone else, you could lose your job. I mean, financially, uh, you wanna talk about this not being a good decision. I mean, this can really hurt you and your family. A lot of things are gonna happen.
1: Right. A lot of legal expenses. And you probably will get arrested. You just don't want to think about those things. So plan a safe ride home before you start drinking. Designate a sober driver. We talk about it all the time. If you feel that you can't drive, it's very simple. Call a taxi. If someone you know has been drinking, take their keys. Arrange for them to get a sober ride home. That's called doing a good deed for a day, folks, because we all know the consequences of driving drunk.
0: And, you know, if you're a little bit buzzed, you think it's no big deal. No, you're drunk, and it is a big deal. So simply put... Drive sober or get pulled over. Let's talk about what happened last Saturday. We were in Dallas, and, of
1: course, we did the podcast live there because our network host, uh, Revolver, is stationed there. The show was fun, had a lot of good guests. I want to thank everybody on the show. Went into UFC 228. TJ, I'm going to say it again. Whenever I hear anybody out there, fans, otherwise comment on that a card is not a great card, I know 99% of the time it's going to hit a home run, and that's exactly from beginning to end, that this car did the second fight of the night, earning $50,000 bonuses for Lucy Pudilova and Irene Aldana. And, man, did they put on a display of kickboxing and fighting. Did you get to see that on Fight Pass? Yeah, I
0: did. Uh, I've got to call several of Irene's fights in Invicta, and, and I always love watching her fight. And she put on a, a performance that was just truly uh, one you could not miss from the weekend, and, and I know what you're saying. Like, uh, anytime people say, "Oh, well, this UFC card isn't that good," it's blah blah blah. Maybe not worth your money. Just wait until the next one. Conor McGregor's fighting on the next pay per view. Blah blah blah. Uh, that that's wrong. That that's wrong. Because if you have lowered expectations, the card is always going to surpass your expectations. And, and maybe this is a bold statement. I, I know we've got Conor and Habib coming up, and uh, let's let's not even sleep on this Russian card that we got. Uh, coming up this Saturday but with all of that said Bruce I think UFC 228 has been the best UFC event maybe best mixed martial arts event as a whole to date in 2018 and uh, I know we're we're you know headed into the fourth quarter and there's still a lot left to go that could you know supplant it but uh, honestly Bruce just one of the finer moments of this year and one of the finer cards I think that people are going to look back and go yeah that, that was a hell of a night in Dallas Absolutely, and held
1: in Dallas, one of the greatest cities in the world, a city where I actually spent six years, I said last week to everybody, six to seven years of my childhood growing up, the great state of Texas, which could be a country all to itself. And those fans in Texas, they love their MMA and they love their UFC. And at this moment, too, again, thank you, Dallas, for your courtesy. Thank you for your fandom. Thank you for your energy. You kept me rocking all night. I mean, immediately after the uh, aldana Putalova fight, Jim Miller steps in against Alex White and looks like Jim Miller's a man that's had almost like 40 more fights. And he he's had 30
0: fights in the UFC, Buff, 30 in the UFC. That's crazy.
1: It's crazy in the UFC alone. And he looks like he's starting like an up and coming contender again. He was amazing that night. It was awesome. Diego Sanchez can't say enough about the legendary Diego. And we got to call him that on the making thereof, because let's face it, he was the first Ultimate Fighter Season 1 winner. And he's been banging out and putting his blood, sweat, and tears on the line for years now, always ever entertaining, and still believes and wants that championship belt, and that's the way fighters have to fight, to believe they will be a champion. Diego's a perfect example of that, with all respect, to his opponent, who took his fight on two weeks' notice, and Craig White. Then we open up the FX prelims. We've got Darren Stewart, Charles Byrd, Jeff Neal, Frank Camacho. I saw something in a fighter in in Jeff Neal. This guy has got sting in his punches. I took the bus back to the hotel with him afterwards. We were talking about it. You're going to see a lot from this young man. I believe it. Aljamain Sterling, Cody Stamen. Very exciting fight, Aljamain on top. Can't say enough about Carlos Sparz and Tatiana Suarez, TJ. Boy, did they go at it, didn't they? Yeah,
0: I mean, Carlos Spars is incredibly tough, and Tatiana Suarez was putting on a public service announcement on why elbows are important in mixed martial arts. Uh, A lot of people say that elbows, you know, cause fights or or cause fights to end sort of cheaply and prematurely, and that they don't necessarily do damage, they just slice. Uh, Not the case. The way that Tatiana Suarez was throwing those elbows, uh, I mean, Carlos Sparz's face was. Puffy and, and and battered within 90 seconds of the beginning of that fight, and you know if, if if this was one of those fights where you you know maybe ducked out and missed every single round coming to an end, you would have thought that Suarez got one takedown at the beginning of the fight and stayed there the entire time because she was so dominant um, in that contest. And Suarez, I mean, it's so hard. I mean. Don't get me wrong. Uh, what, what Jessica Andraj did against Carolina Kovaciewicz in the main event, or co-main event, uh, to me, cements her as the number one contender. But it's really hard not to look at Tatiana Suarez, who is undefeated, just beat a former champion, and has this surge, this huge swell of, of momentum behind her. Uh, if anything goes wrong and Andraj can't get a fight with uh, Rose Nami Yunus or Nami Yunus is, is off for an extended period of time, I think you have to really look at Tatiana Suarez as a real bona fide contender for strawweight gold. Absolutely agree and one thing
1: that I used to be worried about years ago but I'm not worried about now, the strawweight division is stacked. Yeah. There's a lot of entertainment there. Let's go over to Jessica Andrade's fight with Carolina Kabalkovich. You know, the thing Kovacvic, excuse me. The thing about Jessica the moment and let's face it, none of us and I'm speaking for you too, expect a Carolina to go out like that. None of
0: us. No, I mean she's incredibly tough. And and that's what yeah. I mean, that that's not necessarily a slight to Kolvikavicz at all. Like the the fact that Jessica Andraj landed the first solvel of punches the way she did, Kolvakevich, I mean, again, no offense to her, she just never had a chance on Saturday. She just never had a chance. She she tried to get back into it, but uh the first strike that landed uh, completely rattled her.
1: Very similar to Rosnama Yunis taking out Joanna Janjachek in their first fight. Yeah. And you know, very very similar. Yep. So, with that being said, looking forward to more action in the strawweight division. Champions better practice and train like champions because there are future champions underneath them, just waiting to come up. You know, and but that's the fight game, and that's the world we live in. Jimmy Rivera, John Dodson, um, people, you know, were booing that in the arena, which you know I can't stand. But these are two fine fighters. They fought. They did their thing. Leading into the next fight, the featherweight fight, Zabit Sharapov brandon davis Zabit, beat he's a beast he's a beast i don't know oh, what else to man, say i like
0: that we should start calling him Z-Beast. the beast
1: the beat that'd be a great nickname The Z- yeah. be- a beast you know be great so i really look forward to seeing him and brandon coming back of course too um let's get i mixed i missed one you know there are some knockouts and i always think back to when phil baroni I uh, had that great knockout against the cage. Who was the guy? Oh, just, just
0: uh, my Minnesota brethren, right. Dave Minet.
1: Yeah, right. Who I once did a a, a um, Kuwait tournament in Kuwait years oh, ago. I
0: remember that Minet won that thing.
1: Minet won that fight, right? And that was a lot of drama in that fight. We'll talk about that another time. Um, but uh, Abdul Razak Al Hassan. Okay, he came out. Oh man, like Jessica came out. This guy has, he's so strong and he's so thick from the waist down, which you know and I know that's where your punching power comes from. Brutal, brutal knockout of Nico Price, with all well, respect to Mr. Price.
0: That's one thing that should be stated, too. Uh, you know, when it comes to a, a guy with punching power, I'm circling back to Z- uh, Zabit, Zabist. Um, guys that have really good wrestling bases and, and have the legs and, and whatnot for that, they adapt to striking so much quicker. Than the average martial artist because they have that power in their legs and uh, the the I mean John Anik had the line of the night I think uh, Nico paid the price uh, in his fight because he he did uh, Alisson my goodness uh, the, these guys and and ladies for that matter came to fight on Saturday night and uh, really I know you know half the card lost the other half won but if you were a mixed martial arts fan uh, you won on Saturday buying this event. Right, and
1: uh, Abdul is a Texas boy, so he's in front of his home state audience. So you, know, you big, 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 big win for him. Uh, Jessica Andrade, we've touched on it. Jessica, congratulations. Carolina, I really like Carolina as a person, as a fighter. It kind of broke my heart a little bit to see when she lost. I mean, it's very devastating to her, and the tears right were flowing. Everybody has a right to get emotional, and this is an emotional game. It's what it is, but Carolina's going to come back. And we'll see her come back, and she'll be back with the vengeance to establish herself as the fine, devastating fighter that she is in the strawweight division of the UFC women's division. Now, let's get on to Tyron Woodley and Darren Till. I posted a video that I don't take responsibility for. It was courtesy of Heidi Dean sitting next to me. But if that video on Instagram, if you look at my Instagram at Bruce Buffer UFC on Instagram, told it all Darren, the warrior that he is, the English warrior that he is, the fine fighter that he is didn't even land a punch woodley came out and people you know i i always bothers me when i hear people say this and everybody's right to their opinion saying that woodley's not exciting well if you don't think woodley's exciting after watching him saturday night for almost two minutes then i don't know what you're watching the man is a a force to be reckoned with right
0: oh without a doubt uh tyron woodley was the underdog in this fight and how foolish does everyone look that put their money on, on Darren Till and, and thought that he was the clear favorite. No offense to Darren Till. He's going to do great. May even wear UFC gold one day. But the bottom line is Tyron Woodley is made of what champions are made of. This guy is incredibly resilient. Inside the octagon, outside of the octagon, his ability to adapt. Uh, and, and people can knock on him for maybe not having the most compelling fights. I mean, you know, he's had really honestly... Some of the most difficult challenges as a champion in proving their title reign than any other welterweight I can sort of think of. When you look at his fights with Wonderboy, Steven Thompson, you know, stylistically, an incredibly hard fight for Tyron to win. And then, you know, after those two fights go by the wayside, he then has to meet Demi and Maya. And Maya, again, stylistically, you cannot make one mistake with him. Tyron was flawless in the wrestling department and takedown defense that night, setting a record. Uh, I believe in Anaheim for most takedown. Uh, uh, most takedown stuffed in a single performance, and again, he was just one takedown away from losing to Damian Maya because Maya is that good on the floor. And then he comes in and takes on Darren Till, who is incredibly strong, incredibly. Uh, I mean, th- this guy's a middleweight, and maybe he fights a few more times at, at welterweight. But this guy's a middleweight; he's pretty much uh, set as much. And for for Tyron Woodley to go out there and deal with that length and the strength and the power of Darren Hill and really shine the way that he did, and then also get the finish in, in the manner that he did, uh, Tyron Woodley. If you don't like this guy, you you don't like martial martial arts, and not not just mixed martial arts. You don't like martial arts because he is the full complete package. Now. Not liking somebody can be on
1: a personal level, can be on a fighting level. You all have a right to assume your opinions. But as a fighter, you have to, I mean, in my opinion, how can you not respect Tyron Woodley? He's truly a world champion. Multiple defenses of his belt. Very, very tough division. And also a
0: role model, too, Bruce. Like this guy. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. I mean, look how he's branded himself. He's in film. He raps. He's got a show on TMZ. He talks fine. I've never seen Tyron put a bird in the air at anybody. He treats everybody with respect. He is outspoken. He is opinionated, which we all have a right to be in our lives. Well, but he is a role model. Don't don't,
0: don't we like that at this point? I think in, in martial arts, in, in combat sports, if you're not outspoken or opinionated, I mean, that, that's, that's code word for not being marketable. You know what I
1: mean? Right. And it's all in how you handle yourself, as we discussed many times on the show. And I think Tyron is doing not just a sub job. He's doing a great job, yeah, a great job. And now he's willing. Uh, now, this is a man that has been rehab for a shoulder for a year. Right. And yep. I was just I was just with his rehab guy today because it's the same place that I do Uh, Some of my rehab work on my knee because Tyron and I have been in rehab together. Mm -hmm. He said what he was watching the whole time. He was watching his his shoulder saying, please, don't, don't, don't. He goes, you know what? Obviously, everything we did worked. Tyron's ready for war and he wants to fight. If given a chance to fight, he wants to fight in the New York show at UFC 230 in November. That's the warrior, the role model, Tyron Woodley is. Congratulations, Tyron. You're a friend of the show and we're your friend, too. Good for you, my man. Good for you. All respect to you. Darren Till, big fan, not even worried about your coming back and being stronger and better than ever. So now let's go on to the Russian show. Okay, we've got Moscow coming up. Uh, the main event is Mark Hunt and Alexey Olenek. Uh, it's going to be very exciting. We have a lot of foreign names on the show. Andre Arlovsky is back on the show. Tiago, Tiago Alves, Tiago Alves, excuse me, is on the show. C.B. Dalloway, an absolute mixed martial arts workhorse warrior, is back on the show. Um... I'm excited. I'm excited for two reasons. The card looks great, very exciting, but I'm excited to go to a place I personally have never been to in my life, experiencing another culture, can't wait to get to Red Square, can't wait to take a couple of shots of some good local vodka, which I'm sure I'll really enjoy. And one thing I found out is there's really nice casinos and poker rooms over there, TJ, so I'm Uh going to have
0: something to do. (laughs) Uh Oh, bring bring your Ruples.
1: I'm going to bring my dollars. I'm going to turn them into Ruples and come back with a bag. Um... A bag of Ruples, a big bag.
0: Uh, you mentioned Andre Arlovsky. Here's a little bit of fun fact for you, Bruce. Uh, I believe that you and Andre are the only two people with the company uh, when Semaphore Entertainment Group was running the show, you're the last two. You're the last two pre-Zufa guys left in the UFC. Wow, that's very interesting. I didn't even know that. That's great. That's wild. The only other one technically may be Vitor Belfort, but, I mean, we pretty much have said that he's, retired but hasn't completely made it official yet but you never know what you never know what right, so right, let's but, put him in there but you're let's the you're the final 3 you're the three amigos buffer Belfort, and narlovsky
1: hey i'll take uh, any alley fight any bar fight with those guys on my right and left shoulder i'll tell you one thing that's a heck of a, a heck of a duo to to protect you or to help you if you know what i'm saying no kidding so i'll do it um okay so now we'll get back from russia we get back from russia uh And then we're very close. Conor McGregor's fight is coming up October 6th. Lots happening. Um, Not too much in the PR department. I'm sure we'll hear more about that. But something I thought had already taken place, but they made it official today that a lawsuit has been filed by Mike Chiesa from the Barkley incident uh, against Conor McGregor. We'll see how that turns out. Um, It's just a matter of time. We'll see if it goes to trial, if they settle it outside, whatever the case might be, but Conor McGregor's got to keep his head on straight, looking forward to his fight with no distractions. I don't think this will be a distraction for him because he's going to focus on it. His attorneys will take care of whatever. But this is news. We're just talking about the news, folks. And it was filed today. They expect other lawsuits, according to the article that was written, to be filed. Um, And we'll see what happens. little side note, we all know about it. We all saw it, always wondering what's going to happen. But Conor McGregor's got a big fight on his hands, probably the biggest fight, if not, excuse me, it is the biggest fight of his life against the Beast, uh, Habib Nurmagomedov. We're all excited about it, but we got to get through Moscow. And, of course, after Moscow, Sao Paulo. I will not be in Sao Paulo. My Brazilian, uh, wonderful UFC fans down there in Brazil, you know I want to be there. I was not scheduled for the event. It'll be a very exciting event. Have a great time. Can't wait to get back to Brazil as soon as possible, given the call to arms. All right, that's UFC news. TJ, anything more to add on uh, the UFC?
0: Uh, No, not so much. Uh great event worth your uh, time and money. If you want to check out UFC 228 on uh, demand, it's available for you, UFC.tv. Um, but then you can also uh, get ready for more MMA action. Like I said, this, this Russian card, not looking too bad. It's one of those you got to get up early for, but uh, you know, it's, it's worth the effort. Absolutely. And again, UFC
1: fight pass, greatest purchase in the world. Still 99, 999 a month, TJ. Yes, sir. Fight pass. One of the best buys in the world. you can to watch it on UFC Fight Pass, folks. It's right there for you. Or, of course, if you're international, there are TV networks showing it. Check your local uh, city for listings so you can watch the UFC Fight Night coming from Moscow this Saturday. Let's get into sports. Friday, Saturday, rather, excuse me, Thursday, Sunday, and Monday. Launched the uh, first games of the NFL season. Um, watch my Eagles on Thursday night. Very boring game until the fourth quarter. Worried about their offense, their defense looks great. But go, Eagles, go. They did win. They covered the spread. One of the key bets I made that week. But for those of you that like to follow my top two or three picks that I do on the show, knowing that I went 100% during the playoffs last year from beginning to end, I will not begin my two top picks on the show until the next two to three weeks of analyzing the teams, getting it down. So I'm giving you what I would consider to be good picks. And again, those picks are only my opinion, okay? If you want to listen to it, they'll be named on the show. And, of course, we'll have John Anik on the show because God knows he's always got great picks. Now, coming up, Aaron Rodgers. I know you're Minnesota, TJ, Vikings. I know how you're hit and miss with the Vikings. But Aaron Rodgers proved on Sunday night in the 5 o'clock game, he got knocked out. He took a vicious knee to the head, it looked like, but he claimed it was his knee that got hurt. He had to go back in the locker room. He came out in the second half. They're down 17 points. And he comes back to win the game by one point. And now, at, he supposedly has been reported. He's being looked after because they don't know his game status for Sunday. Here's an example of a man who just signed something like an eighty-five plus million dollar contract extension, and he's worth every single penny. Definite Hall of Famer in the future. I'm a big fan of Aaron Rodgers. Um, really good stuff. Another team that I really liked. I watched NFL Hard Knocks. or Excuse me, Hard Knocks on HBO. The Cleveland Browns were the focus. The Cleveland Browns came off 16 losing games last – a streak last season. not win one single game, but they did improve. And they're probably the NFL's biggest week one winners, even though they didn't win. They did something that rarely happens. They tied. The game ended in a tied after, what is it, one or two overtimes – two overtimes. Browns 21, Steelers 21, optimism in Cleveland – $21 billion.
0: Well, <laughs> yeah, the Steelers are a great team as well. So uh, to pull off a tie when you're the Browns, uh, that's huge. I agree. Big time. And Aaron Rodgers being a big win. Patriots coming out and doing their thing.
1: Season's underway, folks. We'll talk more about it as the stats and the analyst and all the news comes in. We'll focus more on the upcoming NFL weeks in the future. Okay. I love Oscar Delo. He's a great guy. But I guess when Schwarzenegger... No, there's no butt to this conversation. Excuse me. It's going to be a news story. But Schwarzenegger Arnold became uh, governor of California, mm-hmm. Did, in my opinion, did a fine job. Celebrity takes over political office. Last time that happened in the past, a major note, Ronald Reagan becoming president of the United States. Jesse Ventura becoming uh, governor of Minnesota. Is that correct?
0: That is correct. He was my okay. governor. He was your governor.
1: Now, celebrities a few of them, even Kim Kardashian, throwing a couple out there because she's doing her thing, which I give her credit for, helping with some prison reform, going to the White House, taking her celebrity and using it for a good cause. I do give her kudos for that. Oscar De La Hoya mentioned the other day that he's actually thinking about the potential of running for president. Um, I I think Oscar's great at promoting boxing. I think all that. I am kind of like not wondering where the uh, the background comes to be president of the United States,
0: but. Everybody has a dream. Everybody has a goal. He had the same background as Donald Trump. Yeah, I know that's what you have scares the, me. He got the same background as the guy who's running the president, who's running the uh, the country right now. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's... Well, actually, same background in that he has no political background. Right. Well, I mean, it's pretty much the same thing. He's been the yeah. the the you know focal point of of his own company essentially, as has Trump. So uh, I don't know. It, what a weird country. Well, he's
1: used to being president, if I'm not mistaken. He's president of Golden Boy Boxing, so it's an office he's held. But, you know, the president of the United States office is a big task. Right. But Oscar, if you want to go there, you're a great guy. Be governor. Come on.
0: Go get your feet wet first.
1: Maybe. Yeah, that's not a bad bad idea. Maybe start a little local, you know, and, and start from there. Go for mayor. Oscar has done a lot for the community in Los Angeles, and maybe that would be a great place to start for political office. He's still very young culminating into a run for the president of the United States. You're right, TJ. I'd say get a little experience and then go for it. Might help. Even though the one we have in office had no political experience before. So we'll see what
0: happens. Hey, Bruce, ever since we've podcast together and talk about mixed martial arts, I've had listeners hit me up, friends, family say, you know, hey, who's going to win this fight? Who should I put my money on? And I know for a fact you get the same questions and you answer the same way every time. You don't exactly say who people should put their money on. But you do have a place where all of our listeners can go and lay down some cash and do it in the best way possible.
1: you got to check out a place called mybookie.com. See, here's a key thing, TJ. Whatever you're betting, it's just as important as to know who you're betting with. Right. That's why I always tell people to bet with mybookie. And trust me, guys, they are your best bet this season. Here's the key reasons, TJ. They've been in business for years. They have great reviews online when I check them out. And their mobile site is easy to use. You lay down some cash and hopefully you win big today.
0: I was talking about fights, but my bookie is not just a fight bookie. It's, uh, you know, there for the NFL, baseball, uh, everything from top to bottom. This is a full service online bookie. That's why I'm urging you to make your way to my bookie. You win,
1: believe me, they pay. They have in game live betting, the most rewarding player perks in the business. And for you guys that like fantasy out there, Mm -hmm. you can even bet the over under on how many fantasy points a player is going to score each game.
0: That's huge. And I think we got a little bit of a, a deal going on with uh, MyBookie that if our listeners go over there and use the promo code BUFFER upon uh, their first deposit, we will match their initial deposit dollar for dollar. Exactly. So when you go to MyBookie.com, use
1: promo code BUFFER, all in capitals, B-U-F-F-E-R, to activate that offer. So visit MyBookie online today. That's my Bookie M Y B O O K I E. And don't forget to use the promo code buffer when creating your account to claim the bonus. It's real simple. Here it is. You play, you win, you get paid. The Joe Rogan effect stands very strong. I know you heard about this, TJ. He had Elon Musk, who was at the UFC recently, and he had him on a show. Elon Musk, while he was on the show, uh smoked off a blunt, which is a combination of marijuana and tobacco. The very next day, Tesla's stock went down 9%. That's huge. And a lot of people are saying it's because he smoked live on the Joe, Joe Rogan show. Oh, and of course, some other the evolved too.
0: No, terrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible. How dare he do that? Yep. Well, a lot of, I mean,
1: is it terrible? Is it not? It's a personal preference? Is that it's the not kind of image terrible. you want to put forth? Yeah. Is
0: it the kind of image you want? I, I don't know. To me, like, wh- what if he was having a glass of wine? Is that bad? No. Same damn thing. It's yeah,
1: You know, it's all, it's all based on the perception of reality it's and a opinions vice.
0: Of people. It's a vice. It's a vice. It's and a it's vice. legal in the place that he was present. Absolutely legal.
1: Absolutely. Much healthier than six shots of bourbon. Let's put it that way. So, very interesting how these things happen. I want to step back a second. Um, did you hear this thing that came out about Snoop Dogg's commentary watching Darren Till win that fight? Uh, Tyron Woodley win that fight, but yeah. I did. Excuse me. I, I'm sorry. I'm going back in stories here. But, but Darren told fighting Tyron Woodley, mm-hmm. and then Tyron Woodley had words to say to Snoop Dogg on his Twitter. It's very funny how these things come out. But that was a pretty uh, crazy narrative. Well, did you see what happened?
0: Out. Did you see what happened from Snoop? You haven't seen it. You have You haven't. You don't. You don't no. know the mistake that Snoop made, do you?
1: No, I was. This is the That's thing. Right. I was gonna. I was gonna That's ask because right. I'm yeah. reading it, yeah, and yeah. I understand.
0: So I, let me let me explain what happened. Lay, lay it out first for my own edification, to right. you. Right. So Snoop does running commentary sometimes on his Instagram and he did so for uh, Tyron Woodley and, and Darren Till and he started screaming, you know, some, some profanities and uh, saying that, you know, Tyron needs to beat this dude up. Uh, F Donald Trump, F Donald Trump. He thought that Darren Till was Colby Covington. So
1: it was a complete mistake on his part. He thought yeah. he was fighting Colby. Co- Correct. Really? Correct. Oh, Okay. Well, it must be some strong weed going around there somewhere.
0: N- n- <laughs> now we know why that Snoop cast isn't a thing anymore. So now I understand. Now
1: it's clear to me. Now it's clear to me because Covington was in the White House and all that. And I know Snoop is not a fan of, Do- of President Trump. Um, now, thank you, TJ. Now I understand more clearly exactly what that was about. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Uh, a couple of news stories here. Uh, this is kind of tragic. A Dallas police officer. Again, We were just in Dallas. Oh,
0: I saw this.
1: Oh, my gosh. Uh, A female officer, she goes home to her apartment building. She goes into the wrong apartment, sees a man there, and mistakenly thinking it's her apartment, she shoots him
0: dead. God, I I don't know what to say. How would she get in? I mean, I I assume that the door was unlocked and
1: she... Uh, she, There's no knowledge. She says mistakenly, she's a four-year veteran, mistakenly entered... His apartment. That is not clarified. It's a very interesting question. Too. I mean,
0: she didn't break in, obviously, and uh, I, I assume that the gentleman that was shot and killed just didn't have his door locked. And uh, I mean, I don't know. Here's my thing: I've walked in the the wrong room at times. I've, you know, done things like that. I'm always aware of my surroundings, and maybe maybe I'm strange, but I have a very um, keen scent of smell, right? And I know that my house has its own smell i'm not saying that this person's house smelled or anything like that but it would smell different you know what i mean it would give you a different vibe it give you a different aura even if it has the same floor plan etc well how
1: about how about if you just walk in you see different furniture or something she'd bring in your her well, right there I, yeah i mean i'm
0: i'm giving her the benefit of the doubt i'm thinking that the lights were probably off you know what i mean like that's the well, only thing that I'm thinking TJ. It'll all come
1: out in the trial because, uh, obviously she's not obviously, excuse me, but reportedly she's been charged with manslaughter and the fatal shooting of the unarmed man. She has to a hor- be, of course. It's just, it's a horrible incident. You know how much I support and love the police. I mean, granted we read about things happening, but I am a big supporter of the police in this country. Most definitely my brother being retired officer himself and growing up around the police myself, but you know, this is a bad incident. Um, whatever happens, she'll have to face the uh, letter of the law. I'm sure she's probably going to lose her job at the same time too. I don't see how it could possibly change, but this is all speculation. I'm just reporting the news at this point. I'm going to go into another story and it makes me wonder what do people think? What do people think?
0: Well, first you're assuming that people think.
1: Yeah, exactly. But get this, a Chinese, this is in China, obviously a Chinese kindergarten principal Mm. has been fired. When she welcomed students back to school and the way she welcomed the students back to school with 500 children aged three to six and 100 parents in attendance by giving a display of pole dancing. Now I know pole dancing is a very athletic endeavor. My I, I know a friend of mine. She's a professional pole dancer, and and she's not it. She's not a uh, uh, an exotic dancer by any standard. She's a fitness instructor. Mm-hmm. But pole dancing is a great way to stay in shape, and she does it a form of exercise. But I'm just wondering why a Chinese principal of kindergarten would welcome kids and parents with pole dancing, especially dressed, which dressed not provocatively, but dressed to be able to do that performance properly kind of is that does that strike you as weird being a parent how would you feel if you
0: take your kid to school and your principal goes into a pole dance it, um it depends i guess like when i think of pole dancing like you and i i mean i think of the exotic type of dancing but yes, if it was yeah. more like if it was something along the lines of like cirque du Soleil, it was like a real feat of athletic ability and you know she was wearing something along the lines of like a, a spandex like circus performer's costume i i could see maybe there being something more to it but just on paper and hearing pole dancing it does seem inappropriate but i guess i would need to see it before i could totally make judgment but i mean every fiber in my body is like this isn't a good idea
1: yeah i don't think it's a good idea well, you know what it all it all depends on the setup before the presentation, right? maybe. So it just, it seemed like a strange choice. I'm not saying it was the wrong choice, but it's definitely a strange choice. And I could see where people would question about it. Now, this is very strange. This is one of the strangest stories I've seen. A California man who allegedly stuck dates, I mean, when he goes out on a date with a woman, with the check, faces now years in prison. Okay, prosecutors in Los Angeles, they call him the dine and dash dater. His name is Paul Guadalupe Gonzalez. He's 45 years old. He's been accused of 11 counts of extortion, two counts of attempted extortion. What he does is he would allegedly lure women to nice restaurants, ordering food and then vanishing, sticking those women, which they call his victims, with the bill, causing them humiliation, other issues. One of the women named... "Quote in the story," Jane said. She wrote a check for two hundred eighteen dollars at Houston's restaurant in Pasadena after Gonzalez walked out on the bill. He would meet these women on dating sites like Bumble, chat with them a little bit, and then split. I, I don't get it. It's, it's, it's really. A, it's,
0: I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Again, I haven't been on a date and I don't know since two thousand five. Like a first date is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a ridiculously expensive first date. Uh. Not really. I I think you, when you go to you, a, I mean I don't know. Again, maybe I was dating in my early tw- I was dating in my early 20s. You you're an older gentleman. So when you take a girl out, like you have more disposable income than I did when I was 21 years old. So, right. uh I mean, first dates, the nicest first date I think I ever went on like was a dinner at the Cheesecake Factory. Yeah, I mean, I want... had money. I was, a, I was a poor disc jockey back then. So, like, I still think it's it's a little... I mean, I don't know. How old was he? How, or how old is he? 45, 45, 45 years old. Okay, that's a little bit older. So, yeah, like, I, I can I can see maybe trying to impress that way. But uh, here's what I would do. I hate to say it, but I would just give the the restaurant the phone number of the gentleman that I was meeting that, that bailed on me and said, look, this is ridiculous. I'll pay for my half. Here's my half. I'll pay for my half. Because, I mean, I think... I mean, may, maybe I'm too forward thinking here but if i'm going out on a first date me as the man i'm going to pay for it but i would think that the woman would think okay it is 2018 um you know it's not a foregone conclusion that my meal is going to be paid for me so i I think if you're going out on a first date you should always be prepared to pay for your own half
1: well it's obviously the mo modus operandi of this guy because he's also been accused by two hair salons that told CNN about him where he got his hair colored and he skipped out on the bills. In one instance, he was still wearing the towel around his neck when he left. Uh, He's on set for $315,000 in bail. Guys, I'm telling you, don't do this kind of stuff. This is not right. And number one, uh, excuse me, another instance here, he faces, get this, TJ, he faces a penalty now for being this serial idiot dater the way he does it of 16 years and 10 months in county prison. So his life is definitely going to be changed but it's just weird i've never heard anything i've heard people skipping out on a bill but this is weird what is the what is the reason you invite somebody to dinner you order food you don't even eat the food and then you skip out is it because they're blind dates he's meeting over apps on the on the on the uh internet or whatever the, the proper term is and then he meets them they don't meet his expectations he orders food then he skedaddles out who knows what this is? It'll all come out in the trial. And quite honestly, this is one thing I want to see some details on.
0: Yeah, sorry. Yep. Sorry, I'm, I'm a little bit spacey here. Um, my wife just sent me a text message that there's been a school shooting in Las Vegas. Oh, and uh, my best friend in the world is a teacher in Las Vegas. So uh, trying to make sure that everything's uh, good right, with him. Well, but yeah, uh, I don't know. We're going to be. We're going to be done here in five or ten minutes. And,
1: uh, you know, again, this, these school shootings are just, it's horrible. So I don't I'm, like I finding out on the air
0: this. like this, so it's, it's incredibly difficult. But, yeah, like, see, we can't even get through a show without traumatic stuff happening, Buff. And, uh, again, not to change directions, but, I mean, it's already no, it's a somber right. day. It's already 9-11. And, uh, you know, we look at, at what we've gone through over the past 17 years. And a lot of things that you think we should be getting away from, getting past, getting better about. We're not in, in the fact that these school shootings are still mounting, um, it's a big issue. All
1: right. You know, that's, it, it actually puts me in a somber mood even to hear about that. Let me cover three more stories. I'm going to let you go. I got to get ready to get over to Moscow. So uh, I said, oh boy, that's horrible. I got, I got to check on this too. Um, all right, everybody out there, we're talking about dating, obviously interaction, interaction between men and women, all the things they enjoy dating and relationships. It just came in. Rates of syphilis, gonorrhea, and chlamydia have climbed for the fourth consecutive year in the United States. Last year, nearly 2.3 million U.S. cases of those sexually transmitted diseases were diagnosed. Now, rates of those three STDs in the U.S. have reached record highs. What do we always talk about in the show? I'm going to say it in one line. I'm going to move on. Always put a helmet on that soldier, folks. Please, you have to respect who you're with. You have to do the proper thing, and that is called protection. And that's what helps you avoid what has now reached record levels. STDs, sexually transmitted diseases, are now at record levels in the United States. You might laugh at it. You might think it might never happen. I personally have not had an issue with any of that. But I'm sure it would not be fun if you were one of the victims or one of the people that suffers from it, even if it can be cured. Enough said. Be careful. I don't know if you have a comment on that one, TJ.
0: (laughs) No, 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 no. Um, I'm with you. That's been like the other mantra of this show. It's been one, uh, the world is falling apart. Two, uh, helmet on the soldier, ladies and gentlemen. And now another thing is strange but true.
1: It also extends into the ocean. TJ, another story I never thought I'd read. A lustful dolphin caused a bathing ban on a French beach. OK, you might have a fear of swimming with sharks, but who thought that swimming with dolphins potentially could be dangerous? Hi, Chris. Kristen just came in. Um, the north, the pretty coastal village of I don't know if I can say this, great, Laudna, Vanek in Finisterre in France's northwestern Brittany region has been terrorized by a sexually aroused dolphin that's getting too close to swimmers. The dolphins antics got so bad. That they banned bathing on the Brittany beach, issuing a new bylaw. Now, local swimmers are prevented from getting closer than 40 meters to the dolphin. Okay. Dolphins have always been known for their gentle behavior. But in this case, the dolphin, let's say, went a little too far than he should have. So several swimmers are very scared. They closed down the beaches because of a sexually aroused dolphin. Now, if that's not a strange story, I don't know what is.
0: Yeah. I, I've heard of these things happening in, in, in the past, but nothing. Nothing to this degree. Yeah, to close down a beach for it, it's crazy. Yeah. All right,
1: one last note here, uh, collectible section. I find this absolutely fascinating. Hundreds of ancient gold coins were found last week in the basement of a former theater in northern Italy. Okay, archaeologists uncovered the jackpot in Como, which is on the border from Switzerland. The coins date back to the late Roman imperial times, which is the 4th or 5th century, and they spilled out of a two-handled soapstone jar, which we call an amphora, and it was buried in the dirt. And it's buried in such a way, in case of danger, so that they could go and retrieve it and get back to it. They were stacked in rolls, you know, kind of those coin rolls you see in banks today, right? So they say that these coins go all the way back potentially um, or do not go beyond 474 AD. Wow. I don't even know what something like that is valued at, but that's just crazy. Would, I would love to be able to find something <laughs> like that at one of my basements. What, what a coup that is. And the picture of this when I look at this, oh my God, I just want to take these and throw them in the air. I mean classic big gold coins. <sighs> that's that's beautiful. Yeah, it's absolutely beautiful. Most beautiful. All right, TJ. Uh anything to tell everybody? How was the show last week? You have a good show? Uh Invicta? Is that what we're talking uh, about? Y- you were with Mark Taffet's show last week. Oh no, you? no,
0: that's this week. I leave tomorrow in Atlantic City. Oh, uh, okay, great. Okay. Hopefully the uh hopefully the earthquake or not the earthquake, the uh the hurricane, hurricane that is uh, launching up the East Coast won't uh, screw anything up. Uh, I think it's supposed to hit on Thursday. But uh, yeah, no, I'll be uh, I'll be at the. I mean, speaking of Trump, earlier in the show, I'll be at the former Trump Taj Mahal, uh, now the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City for MMA Pro League. Uh, be on the call. It's on Flow Combat. Uh, sitting to my right that evening, doing color commentary, will be UFC Hall of Famer Pat Militich
1: So uh, make be sure fun. you. Please, please give Pat my best. We go way back. It's it's a great guy. Yeah. And also, too, I will tell you that now if that was the Trump Taj Mahal, you wouldn't probably enjoy your stay because I was never a fan of that hotel. Uh Uh-oh. But no, I was never a fan of the hotel. But if Hard Rock took it over, trust me, Hard Rock gave it a revamp and a facelift and you've got a nice hotel to stay at.
0: Yeah, it it should be. I've never been to Atlantic City before, so uh,
1: I'm hoping it'll be a fun time. Spent my summers there. I'm going to give you a little bit of advice. Stay on the boardwalk. Don't go in the side streets at night. Be very careful. Um, it is a fun city. Definitely go on to the piers. Enjoy all walk the boardwalk, TJ. It's, I used to go there as a kid. I spent my summers there. Many great fond memories of Atlantic city, New Jersey.
0: I hear, uh, I hear the, the saltwater taffy is next to uh, none out there. You gotta, gotta, gotta get some, I guess.
1: There is nothing like saltwater taffy from Atlantic city. And you'll see that when you see the stores from being made. Do you name it? Enjoy it. Um, make sure you shoe it because it's <laughs> it's not an easy swallow, but right. it's definitely, definitely fun. Definitely. But have a great time, TJ. Enjoy it. You know, Thanks, I was brother. raised again to talk about Dallas, but I was raised a lot many years in my hometown, which I consider, which is Philadelphia. And during the summertime, that's where we went. We went to Atlantic City and the Jersey Shore. And that was our place. All right, TJ. Listen, I'm going to head off to Moscow. Going to enjoy myself. Looking forward to a great show. Um, I'll be back next week, I'm traveling also. We'll probably have one of our archive shows next week and I'll be back in two weeks with a great guest, a great show, and a great co-host, in my friend, T.J. DeSantis. T.J., I want you to have a great week, okay? And I will talk to you next week when I'm back. Safe travels, Buff, thanks. Thank you, my friend. All right, everybody, treat everybody around you with respect, treat people the way you want to be treated, be a role model to your sphere of influence, set your goals, write them down, learn about them, get educated, and when you're ready to set on that path, It's all about winning. And in order to win, it's very simple. Be the best you can be. Because if you're the best you can be, then you're winning. And that's what we talk about on It's Time Radio. We'll talk more about it when we come back. Thank you very much for tuning in. All of our listeners around the world. See you from Moscow. Buffer out. The preceding podcast was a TJ DeSantis production. Comments, questions, and inquiries can be directed to DeSantisProd at gmail.com. Toyota's Labor Day sales event is ending
0: soon. Save big with 0% APR on 13 of Toyota's top-selling models like RAV4, Camry, and Corolla. Don't wait. Toyota's Labor Day sales event ends Monday. Toyota, let's go places. Click the banner or visit buyatoyota.com.